What's up, everybody? It is Nick Pags back here again. We're doing the damn thing. It is uh, another episode of PL Stories, and today we have my dear friend Angela in the house, and uh, she is a fitness professional and nutrition coach. She is a granola guru. If you have not tried this woman's granola, you're making a mistake. She just informed me before we started that you can order online, so I will give a huge shout out to that before we leave here today. Um, and you got to tell everybody what the name of it is. But uh, Angela went through PL2. Am I correct? PL2. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, PL2. PL2. So, um, Angela, I, I don't know why I'm struggling to remember who went through what. <laughs> Just like it all feels like one big happy family. Uh, but Angela <laughs> is an incredible woman, a super mom, and just had I had such a wonderful experience in the coaching realm with her. And, and I'm so happy that you're here to share your story. So thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here, too. Um, yeah, I am a personal trainer, nutrition coach, been in the fitness industry for about 10 years now. I'm a mom to a seven-year-old and yes, I own Granola Goddess Labs and so doing lots, lots of things, um, you know, cause we get hangry and we need to eat. So (laughs) bringing the snacks to the party. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So Start by telling us just a little bit, um, our, our meeting story and connection story is probably one of my favorites in PL history <laughs> or coaching history in general, <laughs> because there was a special type of resistance to it. But um, tell us kind of where you were at when you started the coaching experience or you started even thinking about, you know, doing this type of work or working with PL. Um, just fill us in on where you were at then. Yeah, so I got wind of PL because I saw one of Nick's posts um, and it had mentioned that Lewis Howes had dropped in like casually um, (laughs) to PL one. And I am a huge follower of of his podcast. And I was like, I wrote a comment on Nick's post, like, wow, that's amazing. And from there got a DM from Nick and I was like, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Who wants to sell me what now? (laughs) And, um, so he's like, I got this program. Like we should talk, hear more about it. And, you know, I was like, how much is this going to cost me when you get on the call with this dude? And he's just going to try to make convince, like, I don't know. I was not open. Um, but for some reason I was like, fine, I'll just like hear him out probably because I liked his energy and have been following him for a while. So I was like, I'll just, I'll just hear him out. So we hopped on the call. My roof had, was leaking. It was winter. We had a bunch of snow. I live in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And, um, Nick could just tell that there was a lot of resistance. Like me kind of my BS meter was like ready to pick up the BS. And he's like, look, I'm not here to sell you anything. Like, let's just talk, see where you're at. And where I was at at that time was, 39. I knew 40 was coming up. I was feeling tired, frustrated with myself, scattered, being short with my family, not really feeling like I was showing up as my best self. Um, and I was being super hard on myself, comparing myself when it came to my business with like other business people on Instagram and things like that. So I wasn't in a great spot and probably not wanting to admit how not great that spot really was when I first chatted with Nick. Yep. Yeah. And I remember just that first phone call, there was like, 
It's true. There was so much resistance and for good reason because there's so much selling and you should do this, you should do that, especially when you're A, a fitness professional or B, a coach in some way on social media. You get easily targeted by all these professionals who know how to change your life and make you better and fix all your problems. And and I mean, I experience it. I get those those DMs all the time. And that's why, like, it was so important for me to connect with you and with anybody that I I meet through social. It's like, dude, I'm not trying to get on a call and say you should do my program. That's not it. I first of all. The program is a really special thing that, like, I don't want just anybody to walk into. You kind of got to be in the space for it. You got to be open to it. You got to be ready to work. I don't give a shit about your money if your money doesn't come with you being fully in and invested. The money is a tool that you use to put yourself in a good place to change your life. So I don't I don't necessarily like the feeling of, of like, reaching out to people to say, like, come do my program. But what I do love is when I get to connect with people and see where they're at. And if it feels like a, a match where we want to keep working together, then cool. But it, I think in that yeah. case, it was a perfect example where the resistance meter was on. And I think it was in the first two minutes where I was like, it was, it are was you okay. Like, do you, are you <laughs> open to talking? Cause we're, we don't have to talk about coaching. I just, I'm, I want to get to know you and check in and and that's what it was. Like we had this really vibey conversation after the first five minutes and the walls kind of came we did. a little bit. It was great. Well, I think, I think when you were just, you know, like, let's just talk, like, I'm not going to try to sell you this, but let's just talk about where you are. And at that moment I was like, okay, like I'm going to listen. I'm going to allow myself to hear what he has to say. What, what is he going to ask me? Um, and honestly, Nick, it scared the shit out of me. Um, like I got that feeling in my stomach that I was like, this is going to be super uncomfortable. Um, but instead of running from that feeling, it was like, it was no question. Like in the past I had done this, like, should I, shouldn't I, is it worth the cost? Like this, that, the other thing with a business program that I did, but this, it was just like, got off the phone. It was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I and I don't know stuff. if it surprised you or not, but, um, it didn't yeah. surprise me after it surprised me with how resistant you were when we started talking. <laughs> and then like, I don't know, what was it? 45 minutes or something. You're like, my life is kind of a shit show right now. The roof is falling <laughs> down. There is a leak. I really was. And, and I was like, were you making up a leak story to avoid me? You were like, no, seriously, <laughs> there was a leak. In no. My house. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like literally water like <laughs> everywhere. yes and i remember and <laughs> and i ultimately i was totally understanding of of where your come from was and i think what was really special was that i was able to from what i recall and, and you tell me if this felt the same for you i was able to ask you questions that really you hadn't been asking for a long time of yourself or nobody was really asking of you i was i was asking like what is it that you want how do you want to feel what's missing for you to feel that way and i think you had kind of detached from questions like that for a long time it was kind of like how am i going to get this done i got to figure this out i got to push through blah blah mm -hmm. blah and it and it kind of just halted you and we just don't spend enough time in questions like that so did it feel like that was kind of the path for you as well Totally. It wasn't like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And this is how you can fix that. It was like, well, how do you want to feel? How are you feeling now? And I think as a, 
you know, personal trainer, fitness instructor too. Like I'm used to bringing that out in other people, but I shut it off on myself and it's, it's hard to do for yourself at times, right? I could bring it out for other people, but I wasn't doing the same for myself. And I think that's part of why I felt so misaligned also like showing up as one way for people telling them to do certain things, but I wasn't doing it for myself. So I wasn't, I was so disconnected from myself. Um, and yeah, that first call was like, okay, these are the questions I need. This is the uncomfortable I need. This is the support, even though it, it scares me, um, that I need. So talk to me about that because that's such an interesting thing. It was like, a I like I, I'm committed to this. I'm, I'm going for it. Such a heavy 180 in a matter of 30 minutes. Why? Yeah. Like what, what made that feel so, um, is it right or aligned? Like what happened? I think the questions you were asking me, like, how do you want to feel? What is your, what do you want your life to look like? I'm used to asking those questions, but I, I wasn't doing any work on myself to ask those questions. And yeah, I had done a business course and all of it was like steps to get things done, but it was in ways that didn't even flow with how I like to work. So Mm -hmm. having somebody like ask me what I wanted instead of just telling me, kind of what I should do. Yeah. And I just, I think that I knew you were going to push me. I knew you could see my walls. I knew you could see my BS and that's what I need. Cause I'm a really good hider. I'm a really good wall putter upper. I'm a really good, I'll disappear Mm -hmm. and make things seem like they're great when they're not. And I just knew that wasn't going to fly. I just, a gut instinct. And it was at a time when I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't trusting myself, but in that moment proved to me that when I trust myself, I allow for amazing things to happen. And that's one thing through PL that I saw like, yeah, when I trust myself, this thing that I think I lost, no, I just hadn't been connecting to it, but Mm -hmm. I do it all the time, but I wasn't allowing myself to see so many things. Um, so I think that's how the 180 kind of happened. Like I just, I knew you were going to call me out on it and you were going to push me and I didn't know of anything else there that was going to do it. Like therapy wasn't doing it. So I wasn't doing it myself. Um, and I didn't want to stay the same. Yeah. The, the gut instinct thing, I think that brings up a phenomenal point that we really haven't spoken about with the, I think we're like 12 plus people that we've spoken to this week. I think the gut instinct, real powerful coaching doesn't give you answers it allows you to tap deeper into your own uh intuition and i think that that personally for me is like one of my intentions when i get on a call with anybody is how deeply can i get this person connected with themselves how can i support Mm -hmm. that not how can i give them a lot of answers because ultimately giving you answers means you need to call me back in order to succeed again which i don't want right i don't have time for i don't care to and like that makes me feel yeah. kind of like way too much pressure. Um, and I, honestly, I don't know how to do that. What I do know how to do is ask questions like you're talking about that are incredibly effective, efficient, and powerful so that you can get that intuition, gut feeling flowing out of you so then you're clear on decision-making. Like it's not, an oh, Nick gets me clear on decisions. No, it's not. You get you clear on decisions. And that now you're like doing this work on your own and I guess it's a good good transition is 
you know, how is that type of mindset, this work, what you've learned, how is it playing a role in your life now? What's changed since that point of the, you know, uncertainty, uncertainty, the, the, the confusion, the, my life is a little bit of like, whoa, I don't know what to do. I'm not feeling great. What's different now? And how has the work played a role in that? Yeah, um, totally different now. I think through the work and becoming super aware of what my patterns were and being called out on them, I think um, one call and you do have a way in asking these layered questions and it's you like kind of lead us on a path to where we find our, our answers. Um, but you were like, you sound like a victim right now. And in my mind, I was always thinking, God, I sound like a victim, but never had anybody told me like that is total victim mentality. And you need to like, we need to get around this, like what is causing this? Um, and so just awareness for me through PL was, a huge game changer. And then, you know, still even today asking the question daily, like, what is my to be list? Who do I want to be? Right. We were talking before this and there was a couple weeks, my energy was down. I was, and I kept saying, I am tired. I am tired. And it was like, no, I feel tired. I want to be energized. So what can I do to embody that? So this is all still a practice, like every single day, challenges come up and by no means like have I figured it all out but I think I'm calling myself on my BS way quicker and I'm not letting it explode onto my family with me being short with them or not recognizing my emotions and just bottling them up and it's like oh mom's cranky again oh my yesterday I couldn't update my WordPress because I need to update my browser. And normally I would blow up my husband's phone at work and like with my madness, get all pissed off, right? Take over his day, probably irritate the crap out of him. (laughs) But it was like, nope. Um, Okay. It's not working. I can save this for another day. And I went and I (laughs) dialed a black splash in my son's bathroom, but it was like before I would have totally, that would have blown the whole day. I think what's huge about this is, well, two pieces that I'm hearing. That's a game changer. Number one, this work isn't magic, right? You said this stuff is still happening. I'm still working on it. I'm still changing and growing and expanding. The results continue to show up for you day in and day out Mm -hmm. now. And that's cool because PL2 started like what? seven months ago or something absurd like that or long I don't even remember where we started when we started yeah October November something like that I mean it's been something it's it's been a while and the the effects are still she's telling us the effects still happen every single day that to me is a sign of something that's working and productive and powerful so number one I think it's huge to acknowledge that this shit isn't magic it's just really effective if you stay in it And I mean, stay in it, not Mm -hmm. by stay in our programs, right? Like you did grad program for a little bit and then you haven't done grad program for a couple months. I think you did grad program, right? I I didn't do the grad program. I was like, I felt really good with everything ending. I miss the PL fam, but I was like, I think I need to try to do this on my own and see how it goes. Yep. And And you were like, you got it. And we're here if you need us, you know, totally. And I think that that's. You know, I think people get really confused and they think because not confused, 
this is very common in life. This whole funnel process of businessing, like we got to keep you in here. Mm -hmm. That's not what our mission is as a team with PL. Our vision is that more people do this work, that this touches more people's hearts and souls so that they go and impact people around them. So ultimately keeping somebody in our pipeline consistently just for money's sake or for like uh, control sake makes zero sense. It's not aligned with yeah. what we're talking about. If people want to continue the work, we want to create the space for, for them to do that. Awesome. But in a situation like Angela's, like she was totally willing to step away and, and say, I'm going to go work on this on my own for the time being. And if I need support, I'll, I'll reach back out. So I want to acknowledge that first piece that number one, it's not magic. And then the second piece that I think is really huge that you've mentioned is that you knew, like you're no dummy. You know how to put walls up. You know how yeah. to like, you know when you're doing your shit and you know how to protect yourself and you know how to hide your stuff and you know, how, you're a very smart oh, yeah. woman with your emotions. That's something I acknowledged about you very early. Mm -hmm. And for people who are super smart with their emotions, know how to control themselves or know how to control the energy around the room or know how to control how people kind of respond to them because they know what they're putting out there or whatever. Just because you're smart with that stuff doesn't mean a coach won't benefit you because what you can't do, no matter how hard you try, is see yourself from an outside perspective is to, you cannot get somebody to ask you the questions that show up in coaching because you just can't, you can't, there's no like mirror like that. You can't look at yourself like that. You know what you're doing to control the room and control the vibe, but a coach allows like that bullshit to be called out and gives you the space yeah. to change it if it's not working. And I think that very much resonated with your journey. Yeah, it totally did being called out and, you know, um, Nick makes you kind of tell him what, what you do to avoid, um, which is really smart. And one of the first things, cause he knew I would probably avoid, I got called out immediately. It was like every day this week, you got to post a video in the Facebook group. Oh, and yeah. so, um, I think I was probably on there more than anyone. I was on there a lot. Yep. I just kept it up cause I knew it made me uncomfortable um, and I got on there when I was feeling vulnerable, not when I was feeling like, yay, this is working. No, I got on there crying when I was feeling frustrated. Um, and the first time it was to every time I felt like a victim and it was like, why is this happening to me? Oh my God, everybody's against me. Like nobody loves me. Everybody hates me type of, yep. well, I got on there like every single time. And that just kind of set the tone for me to use the time and be really in it because if you just sit back, yes, you're still going to learn and grow from other people's stories, but like putting yourself out there and really like working through it, I think that made a big difference in my journey for me with PL, um, you know, and being called on things like I don't celebrate myself and because I don't receive is why I'm so freaking tired all the time. Mm. And now I know when I get tired, like, well, how have I celebrated myself? What have I? allowed in you know um this, so it's I more tools is, also this is this is so cool that you're saying this because what i'm realizing as you're speaking again having done a bunch of these this week like connecting with people from pl to hear your like your biggest takeaways right here that are drastically different than others i think this is mm -hmm. part of the magic of this work is that it is authentic and connected to you 
and your journey mm-hmm. and your experience. And we as a team do not offer, which is why this thing is so hard to introduce to people. We don't offer a step-by-step. We don't have a protocol. We don't have a system. We don't have the do it our way and then you'll get our results that we demand of you. Like that's not the way this program works. I think Angela can speak to it. It visits you where you're at with the struggles that you're facing, the space that you're in, and allows you to go into that next chapter facing the things that you're struggling with, even if they're drastically different than that person over there. And the the art of the live coaching is to be able to take your specific situation, trickle it down to the foundational struggle you're experiencing, which then allows everybody else in the room to go, oh, I experience that or have experienced that or might experience that in the future. Yes. And I need to work through that. This is huge and, and powerful. So did you feel like throughout this program, through the work in the eight weeks, that it was ever like, wow, I, I don't belong here. This isn't about me anymore. Like I, I'm just sitting here listening to other people's stories and getting nothing out of it. Did that happen for you at all during the time? Not at all. Oh my goodness. Um, not at all. Uh, you definitely challenge us to always come to the calls with something that we want to work on. Mm -hmm. But even the calls that I didn't get to speak, those were some of the ones that I learned so much from because you do break it down in a way where it, it does, it goes to that basic thing like fear or setting boundaries. Right. And we can all relate to having fears or boundaries being crossed or, you know, whatever it is. And then, the way you relate it, you just break it down so simple that anybody could relate to anything. Mm -hmm. And so you're hearing about somebody else's story that's completely different from yours or something that they're working on. And all of a sudden like, Oh my God, I show up like that when I do X, Y, Z, Whoa, like light bulb moment. And I think what I really enjoyed also was being able to watch the one-on-one calls. I tried to watch everyone's one-on-one calls with you Mm. because yeah, even though if it was like somebody talking about um, a toxic relationship that they were in and like, I'm happily married, love my husband, you know, but there would be something in there and maybe it related to a different relationship in my life or it related to my business in a certain way, because even though you're still one-on-one talking with them, you're still breaking it down to the most basic root cause and then okay what can we do to shift that perspective what can what can one different way of looking at it and it's amazing yeah i think that that's a really unique part of this this specific work in general and pl specifically i haven't it's why i built the thing the way that it was in round one and then expanded it to the way that it is with our team now is that it can't be come here and and like I'll, I'll show you the way because I just don't have the capacity as a human to, to like do that for multiple other humans. I'm still trying to do that for myself. So, right. I think I, I listen to something. You're like, I'm not perfect. I'm still working on this. Sh-. Like we're all working we're through all it. Working right. Through. Like none of us have all the answers and I we think can that pull it together. Yeah, but <laughs> that's the trueness of this all. That's the authenticity here is like, you're not coming to some guru who you're trying to be like, cause he has all the answers. Like Angela is, I'm trying to be like Angela in a lot of ways, <laughs> you know, like, but, but my job as a coach, an authentic, powerful coach for you is to ha- find ways for you to dive deep into yourself and access your own change. That to me, that's where lasting impact comes is when I figure, and maybe this is the ego in me, I don't know, 
But when I figure my own stuff out, like when I do the work to get my own answers, that change is lasting, real, authentic, and doesn't go anywhere for me. When I figure it out, it's like, I did this, I'm proud of it, now I'm gonna lean into it and this is my new life. Whereas if somebody like kind of directs me and tells me all the things, I almost feel like it's their results and it doesn't feel as impactful and powerful for me. So I think that that's a really special part of this work is that it hands you the keys to the car so you can drive it. I'm, just let me be your GPS and help guide you. Yeah, you're like the navigation unit, but you're like Siri that we don't want to slap in the face. <laughs> well, actually, no, I'll take that back. Um, <laughs> sometimes you do get you really mad at Nick. There was the a face. couple times that I definitely wanted to slap Nick in the face um, because like he calls you on it and then... But yeah, but you're like, all right, fine, fine. Come guide me some more. My husband and my son would always joke. He's like, is Nick going to yell at you today? And I'm like, probably. He's probably going to yell at us. But guess what? We probably need it. Well, here's the thing, Edge, and this is really important. I And I say this always throughout the coaching experience, which is hard because I'm a people person and I love to connect with people and I love relationship and all that. I think the hardest thing for me to do is say what I say many times, which is I'm willing to lose my relationship and friendship and connection with you in order for you to hear what you need to hear and have the breakthroughs you got to have. I don't care if you never talk to me yes. again. I don't care if you talk shit about me and the coaching and whatever, but if you heard, if I, because I think the gift, like the responsibility of a true coach is that, you are the one who's going to say something that the husband may never say, that the wife may never say, mm -hmm. that the parents may never say, that the friends will never say because they're scared of losing you and saying something that will hurt your feelings. I, I love you and I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I give a fuck about yeah, your it's change. Yeah, I love you and. It's the and it's the part. And. I love you and, and because but I love you, my position here is to serve you as somebody who will say what gets to be heard by you. Not and. And the last thing I'll say, and I'll let you riff on it, not from a place of this is what I think and I need you to do this and I'm telling you the way – it's never that. And I think you kind of got to be in the coaching to know what I'm talking about. But it really comes from a, I'm hearing you say this, which means you're lying mm -hmm. to you and everybody else about this. You're saying this. Stop it. Like you're the one who – so it's, it's a neutral voice. And ultimately, if that neutral voice you get angry at because it's highlighting your blind spots and you don't like that, okay. And ultimately, I believe that it'll always turn out into a healthy relationship because if you're open to it, you'll end up respecting somebody who shares that with you from a neutral space. And that can't be like a friend or a mom or a brother because they're not neutral. Sorry, they're connected to you. So I yeah. think that that is a huge huge distinction in coaching that it's not just like my friend at the time i've had friends go through this coaching who were friends before this but i told them there's a risk that this friendship ends by doing this work i just want to keep that clear you know and did you find that the tough love like that that was kind of how the coaching worked for you that that tough love made an impact i think so and it's something that i wasn't used to um and so i think at first well for me like you put up those walls, like, and you do at first get a little angry or defensive. And then you're like, wait, but what are you saying? Like, it didn't feel good to be like, you're in total like victim mentality mode. And you're like, no, I'm not, but I'm still doing these things. And it's like, oh wait, but I totally am. And yeah, that pissed me off because he's 
right. And I say that Nick yells at us. It's what I like to call passion. I do it too. Um, it's just passion, right? He gets very passionate with us because I think also Nick, you see everyone's potential and what could be. Mm -hmm. And it's like, connect the dots, put it together. I'm going to tell you this from a place of love and respect so that you can start turning it around and change your freaking life about it, you know, so that now when I start to say something, it's like, that's a victim mentality. Let's, let's switch how I'm coming to this because I'm not the victim here and I will not be a victim. Yep. I love it. I love it. And I love that you're doing that. You know, I don't know if on your own is the word, but you have the capacity to access that without like any guidance right now. And that to me is like, mm-hmm. this shit works. It simply works. Um, it's very effective. So tell me briefly, because I want to honor our time. Tell me briefly mm-hmm. what what has been in your life, whether it's external results or internal. We talked a lot about the internal experience for you so far. Talk about your results from this work. Like what's different now because the work came into your life? Yeah, what's different is... I am way more energized and way more patient when it comes to my family um, and myself. Um, I think because of that, like the whole family unit is more calm, more together. When something happens, I'm able to sit back instead of react. Um, In my business, I think because I've put up boundaries for myself um, and am feeling more energized and aligned with like what I'm saying I'm actually doing. I have more clients than I ever have. Um, and I don't think that's like coincidence that that happened. Right. Um, just the other week I was like, I have no place to put people anymore. I need to figure out how to up level this now. Like, I don't know. I've got no more spots. Um, and I just think, I wasn't making time for myself at all before, which was huge. And it was deciding to do some hard things like waking up at 5 a.m. again, which I was like, I will not wake up at 5 a.m. But guess what? I wasn't getting my workouts done in the way I wanted to get them done. And so now it's like, nope, it's a non-negotiable. I'm up. I'm doing my thing. I'm meditating at least four times a week. Um, And before I was like, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time. So I think I've totally changed what's important to me also. And these things that I didn't have time for, amazing how made time for them. Um, Yeah, so those are just a few big things I could go on. But, you know, time. (laughs) (laughs) But time. So you brought up, a, I think quietly brought up this point that is a game changer. For a lot of people coming into this work, it's hard, and if you can recall this, I, I'm sure you can, it's hard to to trust that this work is going to create success externally in your life before you tap into the work. It's kind of like, where's the ROI? Like, prove to me that I'm yeah. going to get the results. I need more clients. I need whatever. I know that, interestingly enough, one of the things that you said when you came into the program is like, I would like a more successful business that feels like I'm bringing more clients in, but like it feels better. That was Mm -hmm. part of your list of things you wanted. And we did zero conversation. And I mean zero about your business. Zero. Now, what I want somebody to hear right now is that when you're looking to have certain success in areas of your life, 
what I have seen working with thousands of people at this point and what I've seen myself and you've probably seen too if you're listening to this is that when we get clear internally, when my internal feels amazing, my life reflects that internal story. So when people are like, oh, I got to fix my business, I got to fix my business. My first request is like, please don't go to the business program yet. How, there are yeah. business programs that are super important that are going to help you get clarity and knowledge on how to like tactical things to build your business. If you're an entrepreneur or there's things you can do to enhance your life that are tactical. But ultimately, if you're not looking at yourself and saying, oh, shoot, this thing inside is creating the life that I currently have. So maybe this internal experience needs to be worked on, spent time on and adjusted. Maybe it's not even a mess or broken or whatever, but it's just not energetically creating the life that you say you want. So you get to ask some new questions and do the work on you. So when people come to me asking like, oh, can I get these results, these results, these results? I'm like, first of all, I don't know. That's the truth. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't sit there and go like, yes, it'll be a byproduct of everything that you're doing with coaching. Then you'll have a million dollars next year. I don't know the answer to that because pizza, the universe, will be in charge of what the results are, truthfully. But ironically, Angela is a perfect example. She said she wanted it. She stopped worrying about it and freaking out about it and went internal and said, what do I have to change? Who do I have to be to create that type of result in my life? And then, shocker, she's sitting here and she said to me, actually, what's crazy as we're sitting here is that I have the most clients I've ever had. Well, no shit she does because she's doing the work. And she's now attracting it and demanding that type of success in her life. So that is a perfect example of how this work plays out in our lives. Yeah, what we're putting out there definitely matters. And I think everybody's heard it, like where your where your energy or where your focus goes, energy flows, yep. right? And so it's getting that energy. Energy matters. It really does. It does. Amen. So we'll finish with this because I know we got to go. Um, for somebody who's kind of in the position that you were in to start this, where you were super resistant in a lot of like, oh God, another program, this guy's <laughs> selling me on some shit. I think this is probably the most organic and authentic way to introduce people to what the work is and specifically what PL and coaching is. The way that we're sharing it with them through your story and it's not, there's no sales pitch here. There's no like, oh, she's my promoter. This is her life and we're just talking about her life and if any of this is like, attracting you it's probably screaming at you to tell you like hey check this out but for somebody who's in resistance like you were at that moment what type of um i don't know perspective can you offer them when they're in that shit storm that you were kind of in when we first started chatting yeah i think a big question for me especially after we got off the call uh that initial call was what happens if I don't do this? Like I'm not in a place that I want to be right now. I don't like my energy right now. I don't like how I'm showing up with my clients. I don't like how I'm showing up with my family. I don't like myself at this point in time. Like, so what's going to change if I don't do this? Mm. And I didn't have another answer of what that was going to be. Yep. And I think if you've kind of like exhausted other resources also, like I'm a big proponent of therapy, right? That wasn't even still doing it for me. It's like, so what are you going to do? And is this the life 
you want to live. And for me, it was like, no, I don't want to be like this. I want to be getting better. (laughs) I want to be better. I want to be vibrant. I want to be enjoying life, not just like muddling through it, which is how I felt. And yes, COVID and quarantine was happening, but like there was no reason to still not wake up and have some sort of joy because there's still amazing things happening. And so I didn't see anywhere else that I could try to, I don't want to say fix, but like change that energy that to fix it, to fix that energy that I had been feeling. And I said it before, like, no, my energy isn't always 100. Like I'm not a robot. I haven't figured out all the secrets, but it's a practice. And I'm so grateful to have, and I think you do give us tools. You don't tell us what to do, but there are tools. Um, and I know I'm going to be using them forever and they get easier as you go, like reps, like building muscle. Right. Um, so I think, you know, if you're on the fence, it's how am I going to be who I want to be without this? If you've got another way, great. I, to this day, would do it a hundred times over again. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and I love that last piece is so important. Like, I'm going to use this for the rest of my life. And I think where people often, let's just be straight with it, people get caught off on, uh, caught up on the price tag of, of stuff like this. It's like eight mm-hmm. weeks I'm spending how much? And I don't blame you, man, especially when you don't know the exact ROI. But if you haven't, if this is your first time listening to the to the podcast and this is your first episode, go to the other 10, 12, 15, whatever there are, and, um, and listen to these stories. Listen to how everybody – and the cool part is I shot one text out, one text to our family of people who some of them I haven't really connected with deeply in a coaching experience in over a year. And boom, 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 calendar invites, nonstop, nonstop, that everybody wanting to do this. I think it speaks to the effectiveness of this damn work. It speaks to the Yeah, you do. You want to tell everybody. You're like – dude like it's 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 huge and it's hard to put into words the experience um but yeah you if you decide to do it which obviously i said i would do it 100 times over again show up for it like be in it like are you going to get the most out of it yes if you decide to like jump in and i think that was the thing i was very resistant but after i made the decision I freaking cannonballed in, um, and that made the difference for me. Huge. Yes, you did. And it cannonballed your <laughs> life into a whole new life, uh, in a lot of ways. And I'm so grateful for you. And I, what I'm really grateful for is how you're willing to, and everybody seems to be jumping on here. So open. It's just so beautiful that you're willing to share your story authentically. Like there's no show here. There's no like, Oh, can we talk about this? Can we talk about that? Everybody has walked in. And the question I ask everybody is anything off limits. And everybody said, Nope. Like I want people to hear what happened and what's happening in my life. So I'm so grateful for your openness and your willingness to share your story. And I know that somebody's going to hear your voice, Angela, and your story and say, because she did it like that, I think I can go for it too. So thank you for, for sharing and taking the time with us today. And I appreciate you very much. Of course. Thank you. I appreciate you. 
And for those of you who took the time to listen to our now longest podcast, I think so far, sorry, <laughs> we couldn't stop. For those of you who took the time today and and uh, and took the time to hear Angela's story, I really appreciate your willingness to give us your ear and know that if any type of something is is bubbling up inside you, like oh God, I kind of want to hear more about this or this feels like exactly what I need to do, don't run from that. Or if you feel incredible resistance like Angela did, you're likely in the space to tap into this work. Please give give us an opportunity to connect with you. And if it's not PL or coaching with us, cool, let us support you in finding the right place. That's awesome too. Um, we just want more people doing this work. So you can find me on Instagram at I am Nick Pags. You can also email me nickpags at nickpagsllc.com. And either me or one of my team members will get back to you and we could set up a call to connect. But I want to thank you for your time, your attention, and uh, and hopefully we'll see you on another episode of PL Stories. Thanks so much. Talk soon.